Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Essential Nonsense. Before today's episode, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor. If you're looking for high quality custom stickers, go to Primo Sticker Company. They do any shape, any size custom stickers and labels. If you have your logo or design ready to print, give them a follow on Instagram at Primo Stickers. That's P-R-E-M-O Stickers on Instagram. Give them a shout for your next sticker order. On today's episode, I had a Zoom interview with actor, comedian, film director Hector C. Fuentes. He's also the homie. He has a musical coming out that you can check out on YouTube. We talk about a little bit on the podcast. Also, you know, it's a fun conversation. We talk about uh, his humble beginnings and this crazy story that happened to him in El Paso. So it's a fun conversation. So enjoy. Once I get this set up, I want to get some couches and shit in there and, you know, just do it like a video podcast. Also put that out on YouTube. Um, well, look into the black magics, the, the black magics are like 1400 bucks. It'll, it'll cost you like 16, 1700 to set up. Uh-huh. That's like the best live stream quality cameras out, bro. Really? Yeah. That's what like uh, the brilliant idiots use. That's what uh fucking, uh, you know, uh, flagrant two. I think that's Not what I was going to talk to you about too, because um, <clears throat> what's that? What's that dude's name from the Brilliant Idiots? Akash? No, not him. The, the Andrew, Schultz. Andrew, Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz. Yeah. I don't want to keep forgetting his name. I mean, I I know his name. I, I've seen him a few times, but uh, didn't you work with him at one time or something like that? Didn't you tell me you said this, you did a spot on his show? Oh no no no! So like no no no! So they needed a social media person to do videos and he uh-huh. shared my stuff and like bro got like 10,000 views and you fuck with oh, he messaged shit. me yo i fuck with it but then like uh uh we got sent to another round and uh he he went with somebody else that was like local you know i'm all the way up fucking over here you know uh-huh. no no I, I did a spot on uh trevor trevor wallace oh you know that, white, wallace. that white that yeah, white yeah yeah he blew up since then, bro. And uh, that dude Sosa, uh, he does like those like uh, like Cuban voice videos. He's on like all deaf digital. Oh, really? He's like the placata, placata, dude. Yeah, he's lit, well, bro. that's what was crazy because I remember when uh, you had something to do with Andrew Schultz, and I, I he used to come through hyenas, and he was just like a regular dude. I saw him uh, there, yeah, in, like, New York, there. and then like all of a sudden, like his entire like like he like blew up like real big like million followers but all through like stand-up comedy shit but the thing is people don't he's been doing that shit since he was like he's been doing that shit for like 15 years bro and he just blew up like two years ago that's the thing yeah because like two years ago i went to miami with uh midnight and chingo and uh they were doing uh two shows that night at the miami improv chingo was doing the first show and then andrew Schultz did the second show and uh we were there Friday and Saturday night, and uh, I hear both nights that he like fucking killed it. Every show was sold out. Yeah, man. Like he, bro. Like I saw him at UNT. Like I was a uh, my freshman year, and like you know back then they had Geico. They brought all them in. Mm-hmm. Like it was like some chick Carly something. If I, he's like like the only one I really remembered. And then yeah. like I don't know, bro. It's because like the brilliant idiots, man. That's what blew him up. That's what I think blew him was up. Was it the bro. Charlemagne thing? The Charlemagne, man. Charlemagne's a like fucking uh like. I don't know who to like Sao Gigante yeah. or something, you know, like Damn. Like it's kinda hard now to place like how famous somebody really is compared to what we considered to be famous like at one time, like maybe probably before two thousand five. But they just put in the before work, the internet though. before the internet got real popular, you would have people that were famous from like T V and shit like that, right? 
That's how you have yeah. superstars. It's 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 just a different way to gauge things now, like with with the internet involved. It's like, what do you base his success off of? The fact that he sells out a whole bunch of rooms and shit like that, or that he's really great, or what you know? I don't know. I mean, you just fall in love with the with the with the what do you call it with with their persona? Like I don't know, like it's like when I was in college too, bro, I was following like the brilliant idiots. And like, it was at a moment, bro, like back then, nobody listened to podcasts, like 2015, 14, no. you know, like, and then you found, well, it was the, well, I don't know. I think it was already pretty popular back then. Uh, yeah. I but not with young people, bro. Nah, the podcast hasn't been around since like, man, 2006, 2006 right. 2006. Yeah. My That's sixth grade teacher. Crazy. That's he was like, crazy. he had, he had, had a podcast. podcast. Oh, bro, shit. but this dude was like on some other shit. Now he's like some millionaire. His name's Kit Elliott. Oh, and man. he was on some other shit, bro. He was like, look, I, I wrote a book in sixth grade. I'll never forget this shit. And I linked uh-huh. up with him a few years ago. I was writing a comedy for him. I was yeah. writing some jokes for him. And like, you know, um, bro, sixth grade, shouldn't there, like he, he had a fucking book. And like, he was like, look, I made th- this book. It's an ebook. I don't know what the fuck is that? Sixth grade. I sell it for a hundred dollars and, uh, and not a lot of people buy it, but if I sell one book, it's like, it's like if I sold freaking 10, $10 books. Yeah. 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 So if I sell one, I'm fine. I'm good. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I end up selling like 10 a week or whatever. And that's like a thousand bucks a week instead of uh, selling a hundred books a week, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was always like, okay, you have to price something. To where you think it's fair, but it's also a little bit high where it's worth selling because this knowledge is important. Oh, some shit like that. He's a millionaire. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it yeah, made yeah. sense to him. And especially if selection wasn't as great as, as it is right now. You know? Like, there's just everything is oversaturated at this point. There's a lot of people that do a lot of the same thing. And, like, the internet helps people, like, find the cheapest way. And that dude, like, there was not that many options. He's like, shit, the cheapest other book is probably around a hundred bucks. I'm gonna put my. I think, bro. I think he wasn't afraid to be like head ass. You know how That's some people crazy. are like too cool. They act too cool. Like, oh, yeah. it's gonna, I'm gonna look head ass, bro. Like, you know, like if I try to yeah, blah yeah, blah. Yeah. I feel like our favorite people weren't afraid to be like, you know, like ridiculous or like head ass or whatever you want to call it. That's and that's where that's why they end up winning because they Maybe, take that risk, bro. You're a big Kanye fan, right? I think I remember me and you having a conversation one time because you're like, yeah, I got a Kanye tattoo. Yeah, he's on some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. No, I know now, but I'm a big Kanye fan. uh, Definitely way before the fucking uh, like the Trump shit or whatever. You know, it's not even Trump shit. It was just like pre-maga. Yeah. Oh, like you? I don't know. He was. He would say wild shit up until he got to the the maga shit. It was really like, ah man, I think I'm just gonna just listen to his music and not like listen to anything else he does. His old shit, bro. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he, he. I don't know. I feel like. He did what he had to do. He's already a legend. Like he could keep doing like stupid shit. Like it's not gonna ruin my like his legend status. You know, like that's true. He does compare himself to being Picasso at this point. Like he's like the Picasso fucking I guess hip hop rap whatever. If he thinks that, bro. If he thinks that, and that helps him, you know, like Make the stay <laughs> motivated and shit. Think that, bro. Like you gotta be crazy enough to think that. I feel like everyone that's made it or in a way. Yeah. You motherfuckers are crazy, bro. Like, but like, he's not a fraud though. Like, he can he can make the music, the beats, and all yeah. that shit, bro. Like, yeah. when when you're like when you're like up there, way up there, and you don't forget about me because you won't. You know what I'm saying? 
you're not a fraud, bro, because you put in the work, bro. Well, you put in yeah. the work for years. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's what comes with it, the shit that you want to do that you really like to do. I, I don't know about love necessarily. I do love the idea of being able to go up there, but then at other parts, it's all like, this isn't as important as I'm, I'm thinking it is. I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of hard to get in and out of that reality of like, how important is this job that I, I'm trying to, trying to pursue or whatever. You're not a fraud though. Like you can, they can throw you anywhere. You know, you know what you got to do. Like you're not a, like, there's some people like, you know, like sometimes a dude blows up on Instagram and they do a show, they get shaky and nervous and like, you know, cause they yeah. got put on too fast or something like that, you know? Well, I mean, if you blow up off of something like TikTok or, uh, and you don't have like a comedy background now, it depends on what you're going to do as that person. Like, are you going to, okay, this is a serious thing that I need to take really serious. I'm going to try to write as like everybody else does. I'm going to ask people for advice. I'm going to do the shitty shows. I'm not going to like, just be like, Hey, I'm automatically this badass That's going to go fucking do arenas or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Theaters probably if these people are really famous on the internet. The so, best show right now, bro. Uh, uh, 85 South show. That's like the best fucking comedy show out. Yeah, right but, those, now. but those guys put in time. DC those Young Fly blew frauds. up. No, but he blew oh, up off a of vine and he did yeah. the mics, bro. Well, he he's, did the he's, mics. he's the one that I'm not really too familiar with his background, but I know that Carlos Miller, I went to go see OG, him at the, yeah. uh, at the Arlington Improv and he was just like fucking like, I thought it was Martin, so, honestly. OG. I was like, this dude yeah. is as good as Martin. And he fucking killed it. He's real nice and humble too after the show. He yeah. might uh, try to play up a persona, but he's a humble guy. Like when you talk to him, you're like, this is a humble motherfucker. Uh, he blew up. He put in the time in Atlanta, especially because their comedy scene is somewhat similar to what Dallas is. I mean, like you can be like one of those like coastal elite people like New York or L.A. or whatever. That Oh, we have the scenes here. It's like, no, you can get these scenes in these somewhat smaller cities. Like Dallas is a good one. Atlanta is a really good one. The other guy, Chico Bean, is he part of 85 South? Yeah, it's Chico Bean, DCM Fly, and uh, uh, Carlos Miller, bro. Yeah. But like, the, man, Ch uh, DC Young Fly, uh, they 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 will talk about the story how like kind of Carlos Miller took him under his wing. Uh -huh. Like he he hit, they will hit up all the mics like the open mics because he yeah. needed to learn. He put in that work, bro. I think DC Young Fly is like one of the fucking funniest stand-up comedians, bro. Out. It's just I, mean, I need to see it, one of his shows, but yeah, I'm sure he is. He's a funny person. For sure bro i mean do you watch the youtube like their their shows like when they had them like live no i've seen a couple of them yeah where they'll they roast the security guard nobody's doing bro like you know like i want to make like a where imagine like i don't know how they would like people would feel about it but if it's like you got a banda you know like a dude with a little oh, yeah, guitar like sort of <laughs> and, and it's like like dude like you know yeah. some fools on the stage and like you know you start it's, you know, some corridos or like some fucking reggaeton or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be a pretty good show. Give, look, give us the Mexican version of That's what of, I'm trying to do, is. bro. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing, man. That That's literally what, like the fucking point I did the musical, bro. Because mm -hmm. I, this whole could be on screen and it, it, could, it could go live on, uh, uh, on the stage, bro. See, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Well, before we even get into talking about it, like, do you want to let people know, like, what it is that the musical is and, like, uh, I guess just information about when you want it, like, I guess people to come see it or whatever or how okay. you're going to do yeah. it? If you're going to, I don't know if you're going to do, like, a theatrical uh, debut or you're going to do, like, also just, like, a live stream kind of thing. Um, I mean, like, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to go on YouTube and also on Instagram, like, little clips of it. 
just okay. a simple uh, release. I'm just going to put it out. I just want to put it out the first episode, see how okay. people feel about it. But I'm doing a musical. I call it a musical because, you know, there's a, I mean, it's a musical, you know, so it's like mm -hmm. a kind of like Flight of the Concourse. Okay, are y'all doing like regular dialogue? You're talking and then just yeah, yeah. Like bust out into random song. Yeah, there's no really structure to it, like yet. Like it's because I wanted to make something that I that I felt like was coming out my brain, you know. Okay. Like I got a scene. Uh, so it's like a just to let me just track back a little bit. It's it's a it's a musical because we're used to like Lee Manuel Miranda, right? Uh huh. Uh, that's like the only Latino representation we have. Yeah. Like He's as far cool. as like on a huge grand scale, yeah. He's cool, right? I respect him a lot. He's like, you know, motivated my life in a lot of ways. I've never seen Hamilton. <laughs> I haven't seen I haven't it, but seen, I want to I see it. I haven't seen <laughs> Hamilton either, but I think He's that I think I think that's what's making me respect Lin Manuel <laughs> is that I haven't seen Hamilton. It's not like, you know what, I don't want to ruin this. I, I don't want No, nah, I feel like it's great. No, I hear but I feel like, it's, it's good though, because but, but you see how I want to hear school being wrapped to me you know what i'm saying like shit you like see that. but you see how important it is for representation though no it's important. the fact that he's latino and he did that shit i don't even have to see his shit i already fuck with him bro Man, i fuck I, with you i need to see your shit bro it, it doesn't even so have much. to be necessary to me it doesn't necessarily like, always have to be latino it could be no no yeah across the board relatable, as as I see relatable. Color. yeah man and, and uh, that's what i'm trying to do bro it's like so it's a it's a musical we're used to these musicals like lee manuel where it's like that fucking mm -hmm. that uh theater rap like you know like okay. or like that that old school british like hence there you know nah man i did theater so i have a little bit of theater background okay. that was that was my one of my majors in college and shit and uh so um, where did you, where'd you go to school just in general? Like uh, at Texas, I started at UNT and then I transferred to Texas State. That's where I went to. Uh, uh, I got in the theater program there. And I, but I also did like digital media and like, uh, you know, uh, digital media innovations, which was a little bit of like uh, developing a company online, kind of like Uber and all that. They taught you how to do that. But Is like, that um, so yeah, it's a musical, but on some Texas shit, bro. Like we're used to seeing Latinos from like, you know, like Cholos Foods from like, you okay, know, LA yeah, shit yeah. On, on, this is a dude from Dallas. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I'm just trying to portray who I am. Like, it's not really me, right? The character's name is Hector, but it's not, you know, um, <laughs> I'm not fucking creative on that aspect, but it's in English and in Spanish. And I don't, I, it's like, okay. it just happens. Cause that's, that's how my life is. I, I'm talking to my cousins. We're like, hey, but it's not like on some, like, we just make it work. You know, we're like talking in English and then it might transition to Spanish on some words and then in English again, okay. you know, um, but on some, cause we're, I don't consider myself, uh, I know I am a Chicano, but I, I, I'm more Mexican, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, sure. so I try to like, you know, so this, it has like, I, I pay homage to Dallas here, bro. So it's like, I have some Dallas shit. Mm -hmm. You know, like some like Dougie type music, you know, like it, and uh, rock in Espanol, some corridos, uh -huh. all that shit, all, all the genres that I like and that I grew up listening to you in Dallas, something that you might like around here, bro. Some, you know, yeah, yeah, no, so, it sounds like a, a pretty good combination of something I've never seen on, t on really on screen that I can remember, you know, just trying to have uh, fun with it, bro. Yeah, uh, bro, so paying homage to Dallas, bro, got some crown bigs in the hoe, you know, like. All that shit, bro. Like it's just trying to make it fun, man. Some okay. some mamalonas, some trofonononas. So do you do you have uh like uh um like like different episodes or is it like uh like a big old plot like 
like a movie or like a, like a, like when you say musical, I'm just like trying to trying to like uh, picture. It's like Flight it of the Concords. It's like Flight of the Concords. Okay, but it's okay. one big story that it's gonna be several episodes, and it's a uh, one big story about how you know the 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 premise is you know I'm stepping out today, and I'm going on my first date in one year. Uh, I was traumatized because my ex-girlfriend died in a, like a, like in a car wreck. Uh It was in a bad car wreck. The car just lit on fire and she just burned in there and I ran away. And then I haven't been on a date since. And that's where it starts. Okay. That that sounds like a pretty good premise right there. Just to get into the, the, the stuff that follows. So that, that sounds like a really cool concept, man. Uh, and what would you say you're going to, I'm going to be able to watch it like on YouTube. On YouTube. I'll put it on YouTube, uh, Instagram. Yeah. Just, uh, just make it very easy to, to access. Nothing. Just go to my YouTube page and, w- and just give it a watch. You know, it's going to be like 10 minutes long. I'm going to put little clips on, uh, there's like, I don't know if you saw my Instagram, the Carnicero. Like I have a little oh, Carnicero yeah, yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. That's like little like uh, so like you're talking to you know how you're talking about something and it just shoots to what like uh kind of what you just said you know like on uh Family Guy when uh-huh. they're talking and, and then they go to the thing like um to that scene or oh, that just uh, random sen- cut, cut, yeah. cut shots or something yeah yeah so okay. like I'm I'm gonna integrate that and like uh yeah stuff like that I have mm-hmm. Arun Arun made a, a a cameo uh shout out to him man uh. He showed up, man, two days because we reshot his scene because I, I wanted, uh, I just wanted different light and uh, I got access to the actual uh, like uh, cars that I was trying to get and he showed up for the second. We had to reshoot his scene. Like he, he was like, he was about it, man. So shout oh, out to okay. him, man. Oh yeah, he's a funny stand-up for sure. He's a really good funny, joke writer. Bro. He's a really good joke writer, so I, I can see how he could probably. It's one of my favorites, man. Bro, like. Stuff. Yeah, bro, my favorites. Let me do it, and not you. Not just because you're here, you know. I'll put you on. But look, let's see. It's midnight. Luis Suarez, Arun, okay. and my favorite. My favorite is uh. And I told him, bro, the first day I saw him, it was in 2017. Yeah, yeah. Ralph, bro, I told him. I, I was like, bro, you're fucking funny, bro. No, I saw yeah, him at, yeah, at, sure. at the old back door. I think it was his like second time doing stand up or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro. It was a fucking funniest set. I fucking it was like three minutes, and I was like, "Bro, it's fucking where uh, did y'all start around the same time?" I think that uh, I'm trying to remember. Like, I just remember Ralph. Like the first time I saw him, I was like, "This motherfucker's funny," and he, yeah, he, I was like, "This is full of open mic." Or like, like I didn't know if he had just started or what, or if he had been like kind of working at it for a while. But nah, he just was like from the get go knew how to structure like a really good like joke. Like, oh, bro! Oh, some people just got it, bro. Those are some of my favorite comics in the city. I haven't been out to yeah. many shows lately, but you know, from pre-COVID, that was, that was my list, bro. Yeah, uh, this year I haven't really been getting on at all. I got on like three times, and that's what sucks. This is the least amount of stage time I've had in the eight years I've been doing it. So it's like, oh fuck, like, hey, bro, next what's week? it gonna be like? I because I dread the idea of going back with no material and like not really knowing if this is funny or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, it takes a long time to structure a really good joke. Um, Same, I'm excited. To, I'm excited to go back and start doing it. Like I just got my first uh, COVID shot, 
So uh, I should be getting the, the the vaccine at the end of the month again. And I don't know, after that, maybe I might be going out and doing more like shows and shit. Yeah, man, that's, that's dope, dude. Like stuff's going to open up slowly and people are going to pull up to the shows regardless, bro. And that's I why so. I went digital, bro. Cause like, yeah. I, I want to express myself and like, I haven't done stand up a whole lot in uh-huh. a while, but you know, my mind never leaves that zone. You know, it's always thinking about like, yo, that, that was weird. This is, you know, this is going to be funny, blah, blah. Uh-huh. So yeah, man, I'm just really looking forward to, uh, to, to seeing how, how the public sees it. And, uh, and I want to just release another one. It's a, you know, and it is a comedy too, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like you. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, you know, the first song. It's called "I Got That Thing on Me." Uh, so it's like you know the a crown okay. big following me, uh-huh. and like you know, I got that thing on me, just yeah, in case. Yeah. And okay. then it starts like, and like I, I, you know, I integrate, you know, like like, like jigging because I grew up on like you know like Young Nation, like get it, get it, go. Okay. So I, but I'm like. I don't know if I'm the first one, but I, I, I integrate, I do Spanish jigging. Okay. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, you know, it sounds like uh, a really good visual. Like, I'm just like trying to picture it right now. I'm like, okay. You said Busta was in on this project too, or like, uh, I know. Busta. Yeah. Yeah. The, he's on the scene he's in one of the scenes but he's gonna be uh uh you know like if he's down he's gonna be a reoccurring because it's all like you know self you know it's low budget self-funded you know it's not a big crew it's just me and like a homie that helps me out with the camera or whoever's available i got a homie that just got out of jail that i was like, hey bro can you hold the microphone for me he was like yeah boom pulled up you know like People are, you know, people are down. Like if you, ha- if you, if they see like, you know, you're really working towards something, you won't be surprised, uh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, how people come together and whatnot. Well, that's cool. And you say you're doing like this, all this stuff full time too, right? Like you're trying to uh, work what you're doing. Like what, like what basically like pays the bills for you? Like, what are you doing? I do video, man. Like that's the main thing that I do video, all digital stuff. I just have clients and whatever they need mm-hmm. as part of their marketing, I take care of it, man. Um, I have clients that I've had for like eight years and this and that. And uh, since I was in, since I like, got out of high school, I kind of been doing this and like, uh, you know, I, I've had jobs here and there and I never, I had an actual like corporate job that, you know, it, it required my degree. Okay. I had that job for six months and I got fired the day I was going to quit. Uh, and and I was like, fuck, I need to do it. Like, I, you know, at first I was scared. I was like, fuck, I wasn't working enough to get unemployment. And, and, uh, cause I was going to cut it at the right when I could. And I did it. I just, I was like, fuck this job. So like, I don't know, man, like I just do this full time. It's been like several years. It's a company, bro. it's like legit. Like, it's like, I got my company <laughs> and everything. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm just making it work, bro. Just trying that, to... I think I, I saw you doing like uh, some of the videos and stuff that you posted over time. I'm like, damn, those are like, like for like, uh, was it uh, Univision and shit like that? Yeah, yeah. man. Like, I mean, uh, I've been blessed to like, you know, I got a big ass mouth, so I like meet people and I I network and this and that, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's just things happen, you know, and it's like 
it's some, sometimes it's cool, man. Sometimes it's like boring work that, that pays the bills. Sometimes it's fun, you know, and I mean, it is what it is, bro. Like it's but like up to me, passion, bro. Right. This is like your passion. Yeah. When you're like we're in high school and stuff. You were already like capturing a video of, of different things and stuff before you even went to college or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since I was uh, in high school, since I was 10, bro. Since I was 10, I had a camera. We were doing skits with my cousins. And my cousin is also okay. in the show. He's in the show and he has a big part. It was funny, man. Okay. We did a song together. Oh, uh, the person doing the, uh, let me uh, go back to like the musical. And because uh, uh, I need to shout out Dustin Cavazos, bro. Okay. Like, he, he's the guy producing the music, man. He's cold, bro. I had never really seen him. I mean, I've heard his beats and his music, right? Uh-huh. Like the, for the artists that he produces for, and it's great. But bro, when you see him in person, live making a beat, I told him I had the idea for like, oh, I'm trying to get like this Dallas Boogie type, you know, pay homage to like, you know, some Dallas mm-hmm. music from 05, 06. Yeah. They know more, man. He gets to, he gets to doing his thing, man. And like creates the sound, bro. Uh-huh. It's amazing. Like, it's just like, it's like, you know how you see someone that's like you, you bro, like someone that just crushes on stage, you know, like an old, yeah. like, it's like that, bro. It's like you see them in their zone and they're doing their thing, bro. Like he produced another song that's like kind of like indie type, like uh, rock. Mm-hmm. Got in the studio, record the guitar. Do, 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 do. This fucking, I don't know the name of the instrument that like you put on the table and you put like a thing on your finger. And you just start uh-huh. that shit. And oh, like, man. bro, made made the damn song bro like so man like like on the producer side of it too like he just likes producing stuff because i know that yeah uh, yeah he he was on a song that uh you know sonia kilo is yeah yeah he produced her music right oh he did oh he was on one of the songs i know or it said like written by dustin cavazos on there and i was like it's a pretty good song like so i yeah yeah i bet he does get down like in the studio for sure i think uh we have a mutual friend you know danny Danny, oh yeah, yeah. Like, but from back then, bro. Like, uh, I used to like uh, hang around. Yeah, he used to do, he with used to do back music, then, bro. Yeah, he used to do music with Dustin. He's real good friends with Dustin. They're roommates or some shit like that. So I know they've uh, they've gone through that struggle for sure of going like trying to come up in that music game because it's like a long, long. <laughs> it takes a long time to get some real good traction in anything that you do. You know, That's man. In like, the at- don't get good till they're like fifteen years in, man. It's it's, it's crazy. When all this shit is over, man, he he he's gonna be down in the history books, and I feel blessed to <laughs> that he like that he fucks with me, you know, like he wanted to like the like you know help me out with this, so yeah, it's gonna yeah. be good, man. The music isn't trash, bro. It's good. Yeah, it's good music. I, yeah. yeah, okay, good, man. I want I want to check it out. Yeah, March twentieth. Uh, you know, I'm uh I'm just put it on YouTube. It's not gonna be something. Oh, I'm gonna have a, like this. I'm just gonna put it on YouTube. You know. Okay. Hell yeah. Boom. So and uh. You know, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's not perfect, but it's, uh, I'm putting it out there, man. Cause it's nothing's ever going to be perfect. You can always keep something forever. That's what I did, man. I had this idea for like friggin' like for like four years, my cousin and my, and, and I, we wrote this song, like the, 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 the song that we collabed on, mm-hmm. uh, we wrote it when I was in San Marcos. So when I was in school, bro, it was a while back and like, I always had it saved in my computer and like one day we, we just like hey man let's do it let's record it and then and then luckily uh dustin like was like yo hey uh come record it here and uh 
Man, it's it's fun. It's fun. It has. It sounds like it has a lot of like legitimacy behind the music too. Just in general, like it's like okay. It's fun, bro. It's fun stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it sounds like a a funny idea, and just the concept in general is like something new. I I, I've never like even thought of those two combination. That that combination that you put together is really good. Um, so like when you were writing it, and you say you've been kicking it around for four years, right? You said four years. Yeah, I've had I have a bunch of scripts. Uh, they're in a box. I just moved here, but like I have I, I have a bunch of scripts that, and I I, I pieced a few scripts together from like funny mm-hmm. things from one thing. But you know, I just try to make it work. You know. Okay. Um, like in the in the time that you were trying to write it, and because you know I'm I'm, I'm always really interested in the writing behind things, like just in general. Like I'm like, huh? How like how did this come to be? Because I understand that I personally will kick an idea in my head around forever before I ever even write it down. Like, or I might like write jot something down, but then I'm kicking it around constantly. Like, like it never leaves my brain. Is that kind of like what's going on with you? Like, were you like somewhere and you saw something? And you're like, okay, this is situational funny right here. You know what I'm saying? Something happened. This is gonna make me think of something funny, and then you write it out, or is everything just like random or like? I mean, I, I, when I was in school, I wrote some scripts, and what really helped, because uh, I was in a screenwriting class, and like my teacher, she works for like she used to write on Sabrina or something, and she mm-hmm. actually had like uh, wanted to partner with me for this script a oh, while okay. back, but then she wanted to uh, she ain't gonna listen to this, I hope, because I'm a blocker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, like she wanted to do like 50 50 and like own my name, like Hector. Oh shit. And like, and I, I kind of like separated myself from that, but it was cool. Like, you know what, it was a cool thing about it was like, yo, like this lady is like interested in, mm-hmm. in my thing, but it was just weird because I pulled up to like her house and then her, her partner's house, like business partner. Cause they have like uh-huh. a, like a company when it like, uh, like a production uh, company. And it was just like, they're all like super, like, I hate saying these things. But it made sense in this situation. Oh, they're all like super white and they're like, so I explained, so like, are you like, you know, are your parents from, from the U.S.? Oh my God, they're not. Wow. So you learned English or you went to, you're the first one to graduate from college. Oh my, I felt like they were trying to like on some like other shit, like some charity <laughs> shit. I don't know. It was fucking weird. Yeah, I, I doubt that it's charity, man. If she liked it and she saw that you're a Mexican. She's looking at this as a business opportunity. She's no, looking yeah, at yeah, this but, like, I'm about to profit off this oppression. Like, let me find this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I wasn't about the oppression shit. Don't, don't, like, that's don't not, think it's no charity shit, dog. That's them trying to fucking buy your shit because they know it's good. Yeah, and like, I, I, you know, but we're still cool. But like, I didn't want to like, I didn't want someone to to own like, like Hector. Like, because it, it, it was called Hector. And I was like, anytime you put Hector anywhere or whatever, you know, we're also uh, part ownership, but it's totally fine. I was like, you know, I was like, I'm not even, but it was weird because I, I mean, I, I didn't, you know, like, it's just like, no one knows me. Like, how are they, how does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't make sense, you know? And like, so yeah, it just, it just was weird, man. I just got really like, I smoked, uh, I smoked this fat blunt. Well, I don't even really smoke. And I just, just fucked my head up, bro. I got really paranoid about it. I was like, I don't know, man. Like, nah, man. Uh, I think I don't know, man. It's hard. It's it's. it's <laughs> I think that's like a like some sort of uh, like white supremacy, white supremacy, like fucking with us a little bit. Like I just like what what, yeah. what is this? Like this. And this, she's this cool doesn't though. Smell she's... right. This doesn't. I don't know. I assume she was white. Is she white? 
Yeah, yeah, everybody was. <laughs> even in my even in my classes, like I was probably like the only yeah. like Mexican dude. There's like brown dudes that don't like you know that they're like white though. His name's like like uh, I don't know like fucking Ercot or something and like uh-huh. you know like there's like but like Ercot yeah. like nah. This, um, this is at this is at UNT or at uh, uh, San Texas Marshall? State. Texas, Texas State, State okay. and, and you know what's crazy? Texas State is a Hispanic serving university, and it's not majority Hispanic. <laughs> It's like oh no! When I went down there, it seemed like it was all white bros, dog. Like just like, I, I, used lift, I, I used to go float the river. Yeah. Oh, like oh man, I used to get fucked up down there. Uh, I lived on the river, bro. It's a good, it's a good party, party uh, like college town. I yeah, it was cool, bro. I loved <laughs> it, man. I fucked with it. Like uh, everybody was cool, white people, black people. Everybody was cool as fuck, man. Yeah. Asian people were like, there's like not a lot of Asians there, but the ones that I knew were cool and bitch, bro. Like because I went to UTA, I went to uh, Mountain View, and then I went to uh, North Lake, and then North Lake they have like a pretty good like film film stuff there. So I took a couple. Oh, script, yeah. I took a couple of script writing classes there. But like everybody seemed like it was like a majority Indian, like 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 pretty much everybody in my classes was like like foreign, not intro Mexican. to intro yeah. to Bollywood one hundred and one. Yeah, and funny. That's why Arun is probably yeah, really yeah. funny, man. Like they got a really good sense of humor. Right, man. He's he's cold, man. Cold, so cold, man. It's just like because so, I remember he had just started too. I think like in twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Recently, he's right? just cold, bro. It'll make me feel like, fuck, man, these motherfuckers are cold, bro. Like, but yeah, no, nah, no, no, no. But I took some classes there too. At, at uh, everybody thought I was Indian too. Oh, okay. I, I took some classes at Norflake, yeah, because there was a, I got, I got kicked out of UNT for like a semester, and then I went to uh, Norflake. I did some film classes there, yeah, bro. People thought I was like a, either like a, like Middle Eastern or, or Indian too. Because mm. they say my accent isn't like sometimes it's like not Mexican because I have a, like a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm I like, think hey, skinny man, Mexican. Well. I think skinny brown Mexican dudes can pass as anything. Like with the with the, like this. Eastern. Like if yeah. I go like this. <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Right now, I'd be like, I don't know, man. That dude might be. Uh, some all right, sort of, like, right, shit, we all fuck with each. I mean, we're all the same. Oh, yeah, bro. I feel like cool. they just. I, no, I feel like the, it's like the same. Like these humans migrated to to the southern part of the of North America. And yeah. just started living there, and now they're just considered Mexicans because it's a territory. Because they we move, fucking like people from Durango, bro. You seen Los, Los Dos Carnales? Uh-huh. Those like banda singers, they look like fucking aliens, bro. Oh yeah. Like they're just shaped weird and like, well, that's how like it, like dudes in Durango look, bro. That's how I kind of look sometimes. In Durango, my dad's from Durango, my mom's from uh, from Chihuahua. Durango's right under Chihuahua. It's like northern Mexico. It's like in, it's like uh, kind of like dry. Like, uh, it's kind of like Central Texas type, like hills and whatnot. Big, oh, yeah. like, cerros. Mm. A lot of, like, it's like, but my dad's from, like, like the rancho, you know? Like, uh, every time we had a school break, they'll send my ass over there. So, like, from, like, summer break. And, like, you know, like, Mexican parents, bro, like, I, you know, this is how I knew, like, they, we were, like, you know, different, bro. Like, just on some immigrant shit, like. I would go. I would. I would go back to school like like three weeks late. <laughs> like they will. They will send me back to, the, to Texas to like three yeah, weeks late, I, bro. I remember that shit. And like I would come in late to the biz, bro. And, I, and like and like sometimes I couldn't even go to like I lived right next to the school, dude. I lived right mm-hmm. next to the fucking elementary school. And sometimes I was too late that I didn't even I couldn't fit in the school no more. They have to go like across town to oh, another shit. school. 
they'll throw my ass to school late, bro. But yeah, but just like on some rancho shit, they'll make me farm, milk cows, all that shit, bro. Damn, they had you working down there. So we're that generation that grew up. Yeah, that's bro, because it just, I, I appreciate like some, some corrido, some banda, all that shit, tamborazo. That's why I want to integrate that. Because there's so many people like me, bro. Like that whole new wave of like uh, Rancho Milde, you know, like Nathaniel Cano, Junior H, all that shit, bro. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's young, like American kids that are born in the United States that have an American personality, but with their family, they, they're Mexican, Mexican, Mexican there's, from there's the Rancho. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the the first step. I mean, it's the first generation. Um, so you're definitely first yeah. generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I feel like, yeah, there's two Mexicos you go back to. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're like a city Mexican or like a rancho Mexican. It's completely mm-hmm. different, bro. Completely yeah, I think, different. I think that's why I get along with uh, Midnight and Ralph a lot. They're with their families from San Luis. They're just like us. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's it's a humble. You come from a humble beginning, so when you come from humble beginnings, you carry that humbleness. Oh, Rancho Milde, yeah, bro. See, if you ever have to put firewood in your boiler to take a shower, you're different, yeah. bro. Like you, you're just <laughs> on a, some other shit, bro. Yeah, you know. Man. Uh, do you still still go back to Mexico a lot? I haven't been to Durango in twelve years, bro, because it got bad. Okay. You know, I, you thing, know, right? just like just like every Mexican family has a uncle that got killed and all that shit every mexican family has that i feel like yeah that was the case bro on some on some bullshit so like you know i'm you know I, i'm going in a few weeks so uh but oh, bro real? like you can you can fly there now like back yeah, then yeah, it was yeah. direct flights no, so yeah, now there's, there, there's direct flights and it's safer and uh you just rent a car it's more, it's more calm now yeah i don't so, know I'm, might try to do no, it. I'm trying to go back. I haven't been back in a minute because I want to, you know, like there's a lot of a, a lot of shit that I didn't appreciate back then that I, I feel like I could learn from and appreciate now because mm-hmm. I'm older, you know, like just like the beauty of the land, bro. Like you literally I, step outside exactly it's just, it the is, cerros, right? the cerros and like they got cattle, a bunch of cows and shit. And like, you know, just uh, give, you know, just a have it be a part of my life again because I feel like it's a part of, of our, it's in our blood and like, you know, mm-hmm. I got to keep it going too. It's one way or another, you know? That's how, that's how I'm looking at it right now too, man. And I do not want to lose that. I don't know, man. I just miss that. Like my, my, my abuelita, she had a, a puesto down there. So we would always go down there and like, I, I, I like learned how to count and working like, you know, getting stuff out of the costal and just fucking measuring it. And over there, it's like the metric system. So like, it's just, I don't know. It's just a whole feeling. And like, I had German on the podcast a while back and he, he did a video and he, he captured it really well. Like just the way the feeling of what it's like to be down there in Mexico, especially. In the it's moment. like, that's how you connect, man. Like I'm cool with German. He's actually, he's my neighbor too. Like, uh, oh, okay. Like, I feel like there's like a, sometimes you don't even have to know, but there's like a, like a, Cause he has family, you know, that it's like from humble beginnings, like from like the Mexico side, like El Rancho and uh, shit. Yeah. You kind of like sense that off people like, you know, like, Oh, like I, I kind of know what you're about a little bit or like this and that, you know, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I feel like. I, I know not to discount, you know? not to discount like people that grew up in big cities in Mexico. Cause I met a few of them, but there is a level, a certain level of pretension that comes with it. Like, I don't know. Like maybe that's just me like looking at it that I way. I walk slow. I talk slow sometimes. I talk fast, but then I then I 
I, I see how my dad and my grandpa and like the people in like in small, small, like the rancho has a population of a hundred people. I think mm-hmm. they, they walk slow. I, <laughs> time is different. Time is different. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, for sure. And like, it kind of, you know, it got passed over here too. You know, it's just, but yeah, uh, a, ver- a version of it did for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We adapt, uh, the, we adapt across whatever, whatever it is that we're at. You can be here first generation your like generations down the line 10 generations your kid's going to be a different version that's what i'm this. trying to so this is this is is, is something that you want to carry with you because you know that it's going to get lost like i'm sure it happened I'm with the italians i'm sure it happened with the italians man they had a real strong italian culture and then the further further you get down the generation yeah. line you lose that you just want to hold on to something right like that's all it is like you're yeah, the first and person I, that gets to set that shit in motion yeah, dude, and, and uh, that's the stories I want to tell, man. So that that's literally, I've been doing, you know, I started doing stand-up and like my first mic was in October 2014 at Hyenas. And I would do them, uh, uh, I moved to San Marcos. I was doing them over there in, the, in that community over there and in Austin. But like mm-hmm. the, the whole time I've been trying to find who I, I am and not who like the the community is trying to hear or who like, you know, you know how like, a lot of people end up sounding the same in certain cities or like talking about the same shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, I, I've been trying to, well, we just talked about trying to put that, tell those stories, make that shit funny or like put it on video, just figuring it out, bro. I'm learning, man. And like, you know, I'm learning. I'm trying to learn every fucking day. I'm trying to get back to doing stand up and, and, uh, you know, that's what I want to do, man. I want to find who the fuck I, I am and, and what I want them to hear. And it takes progress. It takes just keep repetition and, and like figuring it out. You know, that's what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get like to what, to the how, cause I've seen, bro, I've seen, I've seen your set, you know, like for years, bro. And I've seen how it got elite. I've seen. Well, yeah, with, with time, with, that's the thing with time though. The longer you do something, the progression has to get better. Now, if you're, year 10 in and you're still making shit and then that that's not that's not cool i think that most people should look at it that way right like i don't know yeah yeah but that's why that's why i like that's why i like you know like i really fuck with you and, and with midnight and and like with because i feel like y'all were like the only people i, I kind of like uh knew when i came to dallas that were like doing it for a minute or like i don't really know anybody you know but i, yeah. I saw like i don't know it just i don't know i had seen y'all before and shit and like you know, I've been keeping up with y'all's progress and everything and, like, with the, the moves you're making and all that shit, you know? And I'm like, yo, I, I want to do that, too, one day, you know? So, like, but it's not just, like, wanting it. So, like you got to put in that fucking work, you know? Yeah, for so sure. Like, uh, that's what sucks so bad about this shit right now with the COVID thing. Losing a year to me, like, oh, man, that shit felt like forever. Like, the first three months, I'm like, all right, this isn't so bad, but this is also the longest I've gone. And now it's a year, and it's like, fuck, man, I need to get back on the road. I, I think that's what I miss the most is going out and just doing shows on the road and just being gone. You know what I'm saying? It's like making people laugh in other cities is a whole different feeling too. So, so what happened with when uh, you went to El Paso or whatever, like you said, uh, that you went to go see a show or you were working over there. Yeah. So this, this fucking thing changed my fucking life, bro. This is like the thing. This is why, like, I think that I can do things. <laughs> this is why, like, if you, Oh, why, why does he, you know, like a, a crab, a Dallas, crab in a bucket motherfucker might be like why does he think he can do this this is why let me explain <laughs> let me explain so like uh in 2018 the whole tornillo thing was going on when they had like uh 
they had just built these camps to hold children and they separated these children from their parents in at the border you remember mm -hmm. that right at tornillo yeah. i was in 2018 in the summertime i was in june and uh, i was sent there on behalf of uh voto latino because i had done some videos for them in the past and they needed me to cover cover what was going on you know get some pictures uh -huh. and all that right video yeah. i was there at the border i was getting footage you know this and that and then i was at my hotel and then i remember uh i had this email about dave Chappelle doing a show in el paso and i was like let me look at it and it was that same night bro i was like what the fuck it had it had already started though it was like an hour in but i was staying in downtown and the thing was like literally two blocks away. I was like, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran there. There was one ticket left. There was like 120. It was like at the bottom. I was, oh, I, shit, I, I, I got there at the end of, uh, it was, it was a uh, Mo Mohammed, which I don't know who that was at the time. Oh, okay. John Stewart and the Dave Chappelle. I got there right in the middle of John Stewart set. You know, I saw his set. How, how was uh John Stewart though? Like, I don't think I've ever seen his stand up. It was dope because, uh, you know how they're just like legends in that shit because uh -huh. they literally half their sets were about what was going on that day at Tornillo uh -huh. and whatnot. So what was going on with the, the, the climate, blah, 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 you know, the, there was a lot of like, uh, current events, right? Okay. That was most, most of it, right? You know how like John Stewart, uh, they're politically is, like, driven. You know? Yeah. They're politically yeah. driven comedians too, especially, uh, John Stewart with the Daily yeah, Show. Yeah. And then Dave Chappelle, time. Dave Chappelle too. He had his, he did his thing. Uh, cold, bro. Did you just get on some know? other shit? The chills. Well, th this is a uh, so that night I get back to my hotel after the show. Great show. They take your phones, got my phone back, you know. Uh -huh. I was in my hotel and I was just like, damn, like I was just uh, you know, I was just by myself in my room and I, I was like, I was started walking around and I heard this like, like music upstairs, like in at the what was it called? The it was, a, I forgot the name of the hotel, but you could just hear it, it was like a club. Uh -huh. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go up there. I go up there, you know, it's a lot of like fresas, a lot of, so a lot of like the fresas, like the little rich Mexican kids from Juarez yeah. come over uh -huh. to El Paso on oh, the weekends, okay. on Saturday nights, and they party at these like clubs. Yeah. I was talking to a few people, you know, this and that, you know, it was mostly, fresh. it wasn't my scene, like I'm not into like dubstep shit, right? That's the only thing that was going on. It was like, <laughs> so, they had a little tiny bar in the back. It was like a little dusty ass, like little balcony and like uh -huh. just tiny. It was like, and I saw like, uh, it was empty. Right. Uh -huh. And I, I was just kind of like, I don't want to be in that scene. And I just want to like, I had a little box of cigarettes, smoked a, a can. I went outside to smoke a cigarette and then I, and they had a little seat that faces the bar, but it were outside though. It's facing the bar that's inside. There's a little tiny window. Uh -huh. And then out of nowhere, like, uh, this like big old like white security guard dude, he like stands by the doors and he locks them. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought I was about to get beat up. And then I and then like I look and then I see Dave Chappelle and I see this big old like big old like huge like Muslim dude. I didn't know it was Mo Muhammad at the time. Yeah, I yeah, thought it was yeah, his yeah. bodyguard. I think that's like his bodyguard too, you know. Oh, it was maybe. him. It was him. Uh, it was like five people there, bro. It Damn. was just five people in like the balcony. It's the size of like this room right here. Tiny spot. So it's like every like it's like you can't help but like to like uh -huh. communicate with these people. They're like, hey, we're all gonna be in here, y'all be cool, this and that. 
and the the because he had this one security guard that's like the enforcer, right? Uh-huh. They don't let people like get close to Dave. But I didn't know what was going on yet. I was just chilling. I was just like, oh shit, it's Dave Chappelle, right? I was trying to be cool, but then you know they kept pouring up. We got lit. I, I chopped it up. At first, I was chopping it up with like uh, um, with uh, with John Stewart, bro. We were talking for like thirty mm-hmm. minutes about stand up. He was just talking about how how no scene is different, bro. Every scene that you're at, there's going to be the same politics, the same drama, all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. He was like, just stay away from that. Do your own thing. Pave your own path. Like what, you know, just like, you know, like we're just talking, you know, he don't, he don't smoke or drink or nothing. He was just hanging out. Super yeah. cool. You know, p- talked about a bunch of other things, you know, um, he, he had to go to sleep. But the one that was lit, bro, was Dave Chappelle, bro. It was lit, bro. It was Hennessy, Kush, Cigarettes. Uh-huh. Uh, He's getting fucked up after a show. Yeah, and then, like, you know, I, I was talking to him, and, uh, you know, just some, first, you know, just certain things, like, because he fucks with Erica Badu. He's talking about Erica Badu. Uh, uh, just, uh, just, just about what was going on there, right? Tornillo. We were talking uh-huh. about, like, the, the border shit. Because he, he had a film crew. So the, oh, yeah, the other people that were chilling there were his film crew. It was like a group of like, yeah, it was like three dudes, uh-huh. uh, like a legit film crew. I had seen them at the border with some like, they had like cinema cameras and everything. Oh, okay. And like, we were all just chopping it up and like, we just got stupid lit, man. Like stupid, cigarette, 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 cush, cigarette. But yeah, we we're just talking and uh, yeah, um, we got to talk, we got to talking about comedies and that. I was like, hey man, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do it too, blah, blah, gave me some advice. But then, like, what I, what what I what stuck with me, he was just like at the end. We we talked about a bunch of other shit that I don't really want to talk about. But like at the end, he was just like, "Hey, man, just uh, whenever you get on stage, because I don't, you know, I don't know your set, this and that. All you have to do, make sure you give them hell. Give the audience hell. <laughs> yeah, that's all you have to do. Take them to hell. Take them to hell, bro. That's all. But he was like, take. Take them to take them to hell. <laughs> he was fucked up. I, and I just went. I I went home, bro. I I walked to my hotel crying. I was tearing up, bro. Bro, you oh, don't yeah. understand. I kept it cool. I kept it cool. I walked to my hotel crying, bro. I was like, this. I didn't even take a picture with him. I took a picture with John Stewart, but like, a day she doesn't like pictures, and I didn't want to like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that should change my life, man. Like, I I I'm giving. The, I got the chills right now talking about it. But like, that shit. It just happened time and place. It just worked out, bro. And like, obviously I wasn't supposed to be there, but like, I mean, yeah, I was. I mean, it was a, a public balcony, but. To be in a spot like that, in a moment like that, and also you just being a young comedian and literally your fucking heroes walk in because Dave Chappelle, who doesn't, like, who wasn't a fucking diehard fan of Dave Chappelle at one point, you know, or just now, like, like you, you compared to like legend status and stuff like that. I mean, those are legends. John Stewart, too. And they were so I nice feel, too, man. Like, yeah, yeah. What like made you like go over there? Like, exactly. Like, is it be like you're like, man, I just want to meet these people? Yeah, or, yeah, bro. I'm not. I'm like, this is never gonna happen again. <laughs> I mean, hopefully. And another reason I didn't take a picture. I was like, hey, man, I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna meet again, man. Yeah, I know we are. That's it. Uh, so, but yeah, dude. Like, nah, I'm gonna help. I'm gonna chop it up, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> and el paso, bro. The el paso. Bro, that shit, that city's tiny, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. what are the odds, man? Like, in, man, like that shit changed my life, bro. Even like, like I let I I 
I, that shit motivates me, man. Like, you know, like just like the fact that, you know, uh, oh shit, my screen went away. I don't know. It just, I don't know, man. That thing changed my life. It didn't, for some people, it might have not changed their life, but that that moment was special to me, man. Like, I don't know. It changed my, I've met celebrities, bro. I don't get starstruck like that. I really, I'm cool. But like it's a different starstruck bit- though. That's a different starstruck. It's literally the the two people that, like at the top of the chain of the shit that you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, to man, get advice like, from uh, them from them anything they say, especially to give them the help part because that is kind of true though. Just in general, like just fucking give it everything that you have. Basically, like why aren't you giving it everything you have? And I can see how that definitely would help you motivate. What will motivate you to do something that's been kicking around in your head for a long time, right? Like you said, yeah. four years. What made you finally be like, let's pull the trigger on this one? It's That's why I, something like that. So I could see definitely something burning up inside of you and being like, you know what, I'm about to let this hell out. And that's that's, that's, why, that's yeah, cool. That, that what you, that's cool that you uh, you follow through with that project too, man. And I'm excited to check it out. Um, that's probably gonna wrap it up for us though. Uh, oh yeah. I know. I know you got to get going. Uh, it was good talking with you, though, man. Like, uh, if you want to shout out your social media and stuff where people can find you. It's uh, Cifuentes X, S-I-F-U-E-N-T-E-S-X, Cifuentes X. That's it, man. It's, I'm on Instagram. on, And I'll put, like, I have my, like, uh, my YouTube link on the description on my bio. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, just subscribe to that, man. Like, I have, like, 104 subscribers right now. I think 110, maybe. But, uh, you know, hopefully it grows. But, like, I'm going to start putting more stuff. It's going to be this and more more things on my on my YouTube. I just want to create, man. And it's going to be, you know, free. I'm going to have some merch, you know, if uh, like a Crown Vic, you know. And, yeah. like, I, it's, man, thank you for having me on, bro. I appreciate it, man. Like, I know, like, like uh, it, it's been, like, uh, you're busy. You made the time, man. I really appreciate it, for real. Yeah, man. It was, it was a fun conversation. I know that we had talked about doing this uh, last year. And it just took me a little while to kind of get set up on uh, on all the things. So, yeah, bro, you, you, you're hot, bro. You're hot out here, bro. Like, I, I completely understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate that, man. And uh, let's try to catch up another time after this. All right, man. Peace. All right, Take Be care, cool bro. There, man. Yeah. Yeah. Too. that wraps up episode 17 of essential nonsense thanks again for listening be sure to follow our guest at hector c fuentes x and uh be sure to follow the podcast on instagram at essential nonsense pod and if you want to be a nice person go ahead and leave us a little five-star review you know it's just a little five-star thing just a five-star thing uh but for reals please do that uh thanks again for listening we appreciate uh you checking us out and uh just come back next time